Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Kinks and Beatles Daily Deep Dive. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 213, and I thank you for downloading it. Uh, today we're talking about Behind That Locked Door by George Harrison. And uh, that's, you know, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up the first disc of All Things Must Pass. And when I um, came back from the hiatus, I thought, you know what I'll do is I'm going to do one album at a time. Right. So we're doing All Things Must Pass while we're doing Lola. And we're just focusing on those songs. And then after this, we'll do, you know, we'll pick new albums. So I thought it would give you something to anticipate. You'll know what my next show is going to be. And uh, if you really love the album, then I think it's, I, I know me as a listener, I would want to have um, the opportunity to listen to all those songs, you know, all the episodes about it, those songs back to back to back. So I did that. But I think um, as I'm doing it, I think we're just going to tackle the first disc of All Things Must Pass and then we'll move on. So we're getting close to being done with um, All Things Must Pass for a little while. Obviously, we still got to go back and do disc two at some point. Um, so it's nearing the end for All Things Must Pass is what I'm trying to say. And before I get into this song, I want to let you know um, I, I really appreciate those of you who have contributed to the podcast. Um, it really helps a, a ton. And not only is it encouraging to have your support and, and to be able to um, justify the time and the energy, but it also helps offset the cost because this is not free to post these and host these and all this kind of stuff. So I do appreciate that. And if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can go to herohabit.com slash shop. And you can find um, you can find out how to do it there, and then also join us on social media. We are everywhere. There's a Reddit subreddit. There's a Facebook group. There's Twitter. There's everything. Right. You can go to herohabit.com and look at the podcast button and find all the information. But follow us on social media and and let's get some conversations going. Whoops! Almost knocked my microphone off. All right. So, Behind That Locked Door by George Harrison, released November 27th, 1970, on the album All Things Must Pass. And the track features George on vocals and acoustic guitars, Pete Drake on pedal steel, Peter Frampton on acoustic guitar, Gary Wright on piano, Billy Preston on organ, Klaus Vorderman on bass, and Alan White on drums. And the sessions with this particular lineup had a huge impact on rock music down the line. See, Pete Drake, who played pedal steel, He's a very famous session player out of Nashville, really got big in the um, 60s and stayed big his whole working career. Uh, He played on Lay Lady Lay by Bob Dylan, Stand By Your Man by Tommy Wynette, um, and Behind Closed Doors by Charlie Rich. I, I almost couldn't say that correctly because we're talking about Behind That Locked Door. He also played on Behind Closed Doors, among hundreds of other tracks. If if you heard Pedal Steel on a track that came out of Nashville between 1960-something and 1970-plus, um, there was a good shot that he was the guy playing it. But the interesting thing about him as it relates to this song is his work on the song Forever by Bill Anderson. Because this track was a huge hit, and it featured what they called the talking steel guitar. Um, but in reality, he was playing with his, his pedal steel through a talk box. And then he had he had some solo records and he became known as Pete it became known as Pete Drake and his talking steel guitar. 
right? So this was kind of a, a gimmicky thing. This technology had been around for a while, but um, he really utilized it and and made it his own. So George, after having talked, you know, hung out with Bob Dylan for a while, um, Bob gives George Pete's phone number, and he has him flown out to England special for these um, sessions. And he's not on a lot of tracks on this album because he wasn't in the sessions for very long. But one of the other players that was at this these sessions was a 20-year-old Peter Frampton, who we will know later um, as, a, as a megastar. And Drake, at these sessions, introduced Frampton to the talk box. And Frampton, obviously, as we all know, made it a part of his signature sound. So in a lot of ways, who knows where Peter Frampton's solo career would have gone had he not been asked to strum some acoustic guitar on a George Harrison album. You know, it's weird how these things take shape. You know, we talked about in a couple episodes ago on the um, the King song Denmark Street about how, uh, you know, David Bowie's in a cafe and finds his band there. This same thing, all these things just kind of happen and it ends up being a, a life-changing thing for, for Peter Frampton in this case, aside from being you know, a guitar player on a, on a Beatles related album. So it's Drake's pedal steel work uh, on this track that gives it its very prominent country sound. And this was deliberate. And if I'm being totally honest, this is probably my least favorite track on the album, partially because I don't care for the country style pedal steel playing. There are guys that I really, Robert Randolph, I think is an amazing pedal steel player, but he plays it like he's Jimi Hendrix, right? I'm not a big fan of the, the country feel of it. But that's not to say I don't like the song. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I and I probably prefer the demo that was released on the Early Takes album, which just sounds like George and one or two acoustic guitars. And then there's a pedal steel solo, but it's not as pronounced through the entire track. It's a good version. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Um, but the lyrics to this track are among George's most beautiful, I think. And, and it really saves the track for me, because this would be easy one for me to skip and just be like, eh, it's a country song. I'm not really big into country. But when you have, why are you still crying? Your pain is now through. Please forget these teardrops. Let me take them from you. The love you are blessed with, this world's waiting for. So let out your heart, please, please, from behind that locked door. That's a great opening verse. The song is written about, or you could say, probably more accurately, it's written to Bob Dylan. And uh, I think that informs this arrangement because it sounds a lot like the songs from Nashville Skyline, which was released the year prior and featured, like I said, Peter Drake on pedal steel. Uh, and the entire song is like a plea to Dylan to open up and, and let a friend get a glimpse of his emotional state because Dylan was in a weird place at this point. Um, and it was written the day before Dylan is set to play the Isle of Wight festival which was expected to be his big comeback to live performance. He'd really bowed out of the, of the public eye. And, uh, and he was nervous and, and, you know, rightfully so, because they had really built this up to be this huge thing. And then he gets, ends up getting panned in the press and just, he cancels going out in the public for a long time. And, and, uh, you know, eventually George gets him to come out for the concert for Bangladesh, but it is several years before he goes on a full-fledged tour. And so this song is kind of addressing his mental state at this point and what is is trying to get under to what is keeping Dylan 
off the stage, what's really going on in his head, you know? And in a lot of ways, in terms of the subject matter, this song is George singing to Dylan in the same way Dear Prudence was John singing to Prudence Farrow. You know, it's a concerned plea and an urging for someone to come out of hiding from behind that locked door. The second verse makes it more clear that Harrison is trying to pull someone out of a depression. When he sings, it's time we start smiling. What else should we do? With only this short time, I'm going to be here with you. And the tales you have taught me from the things that you saw makes me want out your heart, please, please, from behind that locked door. Now, setting aside the fact that George rhymed saw and door um, and that it totally worked, this is another gorgeous verse. And when you think about him singing it to Bob, it's really touching. You know, you don't see this kind of, uh, especially from his generation, this kind of um, male compassion towards another male, you know. And then the final verse, which is the shortest of the three, he turns the tables and basically says that I need you to get out of this funk so that I have somebody to pull me out of my funk when it happens down the line. Because, you know, it's like he's admitting we all have our down moments, but you got to snap out of this because... I'm going to need someone to pull me out of mine. Or he says, uh, and if and if ever my love goes, if I'm rich or I'm poor, come and let out my heart, please, please, from behind that locked door. It's just such a pretty lyric. And the thing about these lyrics that is common thread throughout a lot of George's work is that he could just as easily be talking to his wife, Patty, or to Paul McCartney, or to God. There's There's a way that he writes, which is pretty clever in terms of commercial you know, viability, where the subject of the song could really be any number of things. You know, what is life could be just as much about a girl as it could be about Jesus, which is a brilliant way of of writing. Vocally, this is a tough song, and it really shows off the top two-thirds of Harrison's vocal range. The melody sits kind of mid-range, except for at the peaks of the... Uh, Melody, which soar over more sustained notes. So he's like, da 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 Right, he hits those notes and, and lets them sit for a bit. Um, and then there's some gorgeous backing vocals, which are all done by George, to support those peaks. Uh, the chord structure is all pretty basic, single key, diatonic stuff. But it's the simplicity that brings the beauty, especially next to such behemoth tracks that are on this LP. And one great thing, we've talked about it quite a bit in discussing All Things Must Pass, is Phil Spector's production. And a great thing about this track is the lack of Phil Spector's production. Like the other tracks, there's some heavy reverb. There's, you know, some of the the reverb I probably would have toned down a little bit. But this is one of the few tracks where I feel like we get a sense of what it must have sounded like in the studio. Aside from the backing vocals, all of this could have been performed live in studio with the musicians who were present. And there aren't many moments like this on All Things Must Pass, so it's a nice break. It's like Harrison's song, Long, Long, Long. You know, that's a great pace resetter on the White Album. You know, you can't go to 100 miles an hour for too many songs before you you got to come down to 50 so that you can build it back up. And when you consider that this song is followed by Let It Down, which has a high-octane pedal-to-the-metal intro, behind that locked door is a perfectly placed palate cleanser. Like I said, it's not my favorite track on the album, but it really speaks volumes to the quality of this album when the least favorite is still a three-minute masterpiece. Like, there's nothing really I can fault for. it. It's it's not um, low on my list because it's a bad song. It's obviously not low on my list because of the lyrics. It's some of his best lyrics. 
uh, it's low on my list just because of personal preference. If you love the pedal steel guitar and a, and a country waltz, then this song might be your favorite. And I can't fault you for that. This is this is not one of those cases where I'm like, this song sucks. And if you don't like it, uh, I question your musical taste. I get it if you love this song. It's a gorgeous piece of music. I'd love to hear what you do think about this song. You can give me a call at 925-494-1739 or shoot me an email at kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, everything you need to know about this show is at herohabit.com. There's a podcast button at the top of the page. Click that. And it'll take you, and you can get a list of all the songs that we've covered so far. Um, And yeah, everything you need to know is there. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you will uh, join us as we round out the rest of All Things Must Pass over the next few days. And then we're still chugging along about halfway through the Lola album on the Kinks side of this week. So um, keep listening, and I will talk to you next time.